0: ASO radius 8, or proudly presents Irresponsible President Bush. Hey, uh, so this is your first lieutenant talking, and I'm glad you're here on time. That's, that's a good sign. Well, oh, I one of us, you're kind of a lousy guy to be giving a talk. Hey, shut up. Like I said, I'm your first lieutenant. You need to show me respect. But even more important is, you need to show respect to your captain. I mean, he's one of the best people. I uh, asked yeah, his name, Captain Crunch. Captain? what's the... No more of that disrespectfulness. I mean, you need to give your life for him. He's so important to this.
1: Hey, what you, uh,
0: what you talking about there? Uh, First Lieutenant, is it? Bush? Is that you? Uh, yeah, hi. How you doing? What are you doing here? You're, you're good for nothing. Well, I was assigned to this ship. I figured I ought to show up sometime. You were assigned? To, you couldn't. That's impossible. The captain won't stand for it. You're late. You're late. You're, you're just not respectful. You can't well, be here. I guess so, but I never thought I had such a low opinion of myself. Uh, what do you mean? Well, don't you know I'm the captain of the ship? Th- yeah, th- yeah, come on, you know, <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> well, obviously, he's the captain. I'd give my life for that guy any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Right. Yeah, my name's. Uh, hi, everybody. This is the crew, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my name's Jesse Ulemaki Bush, but you can call me W for short. W? Yeah, well, you know, Justy has a U, Uwakki has a U, that's two U's, W, get it? Yeah, so all of you can call me W, and uh, my first order is, uh, everybody take five, and the lieutenant and I are heading up to the bridge. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's, where, where's the bridge, lieutenant? The bridge is this way. All right, you just, you just show me the way. Do we got anybody good-looking working on our crew, some lovely ladies I'd be hoping. Yeah, well, I... I'm just, uh, hey, I'm that, uh... That navigation's officer, she's a mighty fine cutie. Hey, babe, what's your name?
1: Hey, Captain! I'm, uh... My name? Is that what you just asked? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, details aren't important, Dad. I have a feeling you're gonna rage up through the ranks on this ship mighty fast. Uh, so anyways, um... Yeah, we tell not Who are we fighting here, anyways? Well, we're fighting the on Empire. Rhaegons, eh? I heard they're causing kind of a bit of trouble. All right then, crew. Let's get ready to launch into space.
1: Uh, before we do that, Captain, I, I need clearance to leave.
0: Oh, no, that's okay. I told you to go ahead and do it.
1: They won't like that very much. They'll do not. Who are they? The Central Camaro.
0: Oh. Well, I guess I'm the captain, right? That means that if anything goes wrong, the blame will land square on me. Don't worry, I will pass the bus. I'll take the blame for all of this.
1: Well, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: see? All right. So now, let's
1: launch. All right. First, I have to hit the clusters, and the button that says fire, and slide this little slide, and... Woo! Uh-oh. All
0: uh, right, sounds kind of complicated, but I guess you know what you're doing, right? I mean, you wouldn't be navigation officer or nothing. Uh, okay, so... on. you said? Yes, it's on, sir. They're, they're starting to the amass an armada to attack our empire. Hmm. Alright then, crew, set course for Iraqia! Iraqia? Iraqia! Why Iraqia, Captain? Well, isn't it obvious? Mm-hmm. Iraqia's not expecting anything. They haven't attacked us in years. So what we'll do is we'll attack them first, take them totally by surprise. We'll never see it coming. The Ragons will be completely thrown off, and we'll be celebrated as heroes! Doesn't that seem like the best course of action to everybody? Next time on Irresponsible Captain Bush. Captain Bush goes and he endangers the crew's life on a haphazard mission to Iraqia. Will the Iraqians greet them with open arms or open firearms? Find out next time. I tell you, that guy's just going to keep raving through the ranks. Next time on Irresponsible President Bush. Uh,
1: there's clever engineers.
0: But no! time for ASO Radio. So then, uh, I had a lot of fun doing that funny. I think that we all did. Yes, it was fun. And this, of course, is MD17 and D-D-C, bringing you episode 82 of ASO Radio. Yeah, we're on a- 82. We're on 82. We are getting ever closer to episode 100. Are we gonna do anything special for 100? Oh, you bet we'll do something special. Hopefully, it will be more special than those ones where we just reminisce about episodes that we've recorded in the past. Like, <laughs> that so boring. Like, like we, how we did something special for episode 50. What did we do on that one? I don't remember. Yeah, that was a great episode. Where's um, <laughs> the 51? What sp- was the 50? Was a really special one. Uh okay, so we will have something special when we get. Oh ready. no, I remember we were always building up. We're gonna do something uh, special, <laughs> and then we <laughs> did not see. No, I think not did something. It just wasn't super special. We music. <coughs> it was a crazy show. This puts those old episodes up on the site, but those are all in Real Player, and I don't care much for Real Player anymore. They' uh, horrible. Yeah Uh, okay sure. So, what do we have on today's episode, DB3? Today's episode, we have some alright news We have some... Alright anime Yeah, alright anime But an awesome interview with Carrie Cousins <laughs> The second part The second part Now let me ask you something, DB3 Yeah I need your input the interview that we did the first time with Carrie Savage was really long. But then we had to do a makeup interview because of our audio equipment having... The first off. time you did an interview with Carrie Savage. I'm you? talking to us as a collective, not actually as being there. Oh, okay. okay. So, here's my question. okay? All right. Carrie Savage interview that we have is very short. We only played half of it last time, making it seem even shorter. So, for this episode, should we play the second half of the Carrie Savage interview or the second half of her interview and... The first half of another interview. Let's just do the second half of hers. Very well. DB3 has spoken. And speaking of DB3 speaking, I'm going to make him speak a whole bunch of anime news. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the Evening News with Dan Weathers. This is Dan Weathers recording your weekly anime news. Okay, DB3. So, you're going to be rewarded by going and getting to read the very first uh, bit of news that we have today. Yay! Is that a fantastic reward? It is. It is. I love doing anime news. I think now you don't need anything for Christmas. Oh, I think it's such a reward. Nothing else would compare. Would seem shallow in comparison with physical goods. You think a lot of people don't really? Lots of people listen to the show and follow my words like some sort of prophet. Okay, so. Speaking of listening to people's words, go on DB3 Whoa. with the Macross English cast. Oh, well, the Macross English... English? Oh my English goodness. English class. If I could speak English, I could tell you about this news item that we have about the Macross English ca- cast being announced. Mm-hmm. Yes. the complete English cast for the ADV's Super Superdimensional Fortress Macross has been posted online. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Hikari... Ichijio will be voiced by Vic Mignogna and Misa Hayashi by Monica Real, as previously reported. Mari Izima will reprise her role as Lynn Inme. So, let's see if they do any better than the first stuff. Hopefully they will. Okay, so, some sad news for our Kenchimoyo fans. The final installment of the Shin Tenshi Moyo Manga series will be published in the January issue of Dragon Age magazine, on show in Japan December 9th. So that means it'll probably end December 9th, 2007. I think we're still going to see more Tenshi Ken. it, it It's never going to stop, I think. It's going to be just like Gundam or any of those other popular Japanese shows that go on forever. But no, Dragon Ball Z started, did die. Yes, but Gundam keeps coming out with new series. See, there's a the fine oh, difference. Or look at Pat LaBotta. That keeps coming out with new crap. Okay, so, take this next one about a story we've been following for years. I think, I think James Cameron just like people a little right? To keep people interested. All right, well, the title for this one is Cameron Seeks Actors. Several you're putting that... Molly Fantastic has sent out a casting call seeking actors for James Cameron's Battle Angel live action movie. Really, the one we reported on before we took our hiatus? Yeah. <laughs> the casting call does not actually state what movie it is for, and Molly Fantastic has informed Anime News Network that they themselves do not know any more than what is written on their website. Live, all live. He said he was finally going to do it. He's got all these other movies done and he's finally going to do it. If he does not do the movie, and that is the next James Cameron movie that comes out, I tell you, I'm going to go on a crazy-ass rant. (laughs) Okay, so, hey, this this, next news article is actually a good one. Crazy-ass rant. Okay. I'm sad to report that it is highly suspected, yet still unconfirmed that AZN tv formerly the international channel, who I've been a strong proponent of, is to be shut down. It has, like I said so far, been unconfirmed, but Anime News Network is trying to go and get this verified with Comcast and AZN. Very sad. Yes. And speaking the- of things that make me sad, on January 25th, This is the is angry show. We'll release two classic 1958 Shouju manga... Shouju manga by... How do you say Lady Hashimoto. <laughs> do you want to say the names of those? Uchi Uchidakushen da Ichigo Will be released for 2310 yen while Midori no Tenshi will retail for 2,520 yen. Now, for those people who have not heard past episodes where I go on forever ranting about the horrible stylings of Leiji Matsumoto, he's the punk that put out that lousy Rotten Galaxy Express 999, and that Esmeralda's, the Queen Esmeralda's show, and all those other Hawthorne Harlock and her lot, Captain o.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I hate
0: Captain Harlock. For those of you that are too young to know about any of this, watch R. Do you know that episode where he's the man in the iron mask and it takes off and it's that blonde-haired girl? Direct parody of that show. Ooh, I hate it. All right, DB3. you you're the one thing. Oh, we should cover what? I was mean, just, just saying, we I didn't know. Slam down. So, so you have to take this one. Oh, I, it, that's not exactly what I meant. I was just like, it'd be nice for us to know. But I'll read it anyway. For those that want to know, there has been a dope swim schedule change. On Saturday today, September 24th at midnight. September twenty-fourth, huh? We're using DD crazy way back machine. Let me try that again. No, no, tell us, tell us what happened in September, you know, two months ago? And I wasn't sure I caught it the first time. I think I'm not going to. I've got a little mistake you made there, just a little... <laughs> I, I have no problems admitting <laughs> my mistakes, I make them all the time. <laughs> but on Saturday, December 24th at midnight, for some reason that'd be early morning, December 25th... I really wish we'd just used the 24-hour clock here. Yeah. The first two Inuyasha movies will air back to pack, with affections touching cross-time at midnight and Castle Beyond the Wooden Grass at 2.30. First of all, I love your English. Castle Beyond the Looking Glass. <coughs> it's going to be an excellent film. Shut sure What a wonderful Christmas present for Enoch. Too bad they have to stay up late to watch it. Or early. channel hmm. won't come. Yeah. They <laughs> don't deserve it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Starting uh, on Saturday, January seventh, the Saturday night, early Saturday Sunday morning schedule will feature new episodes of Full Metal Alchemist at midnight. Ghost in the show second gig at twelve thirty. Repeats, Genes- repeats of Neon Genesis. Repeats of Neon Genesis. Evangelion at one repeats with Neon Jones Evangelion. So you were supposed to repeat that a couple of times. That's oh. the humor of you repeating it once when it was repeat, you oh. It's very funny. And Cowboy yes. Bebop. I won't say. Yeah, yeah. As of January second, the weekend night schedule will feature Skyette at one AM, followed by Luke in the third at 1:30 And the also always thought will rotate programming every day front with Fooi Kooi on Mondays, Tuesday morning. Which I preferred the Japanese calling it Furry Curry, because that sounds hilarious. It does sound sort of funny. Premieres of Inuyasha on Tuesday, premieres of Samurai Shampoo on Wednesdays, and Neon Genesis Evangelion on Thursdays. And now I'll take this one. You better take this one. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm threatened, so I better listen to DB3. Yahoo Japan has released the top search requested from there. Well, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible writing they did on this. Uh, Yahoo Japan has released the top searches requested from their search engine throughout 2005. The searches are listed in an overall list of the top 50, and also broken down in several categories. And, since we don't really care about the non-anime among the categories, we'll just cover that one. Ranking number one, and I know this is going to be a shocker, Gundam, which also ranked overall the 16th followed by Naruto, which overall was 35th, and Kakusen, which was number 43 overall. Outside of the top 100, uh, the anime, you know, this is still the top 10 anime. We have Leech, Nana, Full Metal Alchemist, The Prince of Tennis, Goraemon, Nagima, and Dragon Shakura. You know what? I'm sort of surprised Full Metal Alchemist was not higher on the list. Mm-hmm. Well, over there it's been over. Yeah. And they released three movies. So Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, and the overall top five searches were two channels, which people should recognize as the Japanese web forum on which OSCAN was born. There is also Google, uh, Rakuten, which is an online shopping site, Goo, which is an entertainment portal, and Amazon, which nobody has ever heard of. Uh, okay, and we got some information about Howl's Moving Castle picking up some Annie Award nominations. Yes, Howl's Moving Castle has been nominated for the 2005 Annie Award for Best Animated Feature, while Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki. my goodness, I can't even speak tonight. Hayao Miyazaki. thank you, has been nominated for the Anime Award for directing an, an animated feature production and writing in an animated feature production for his work on Howl's Moving Castle, Donald H. Hewitt and Cindy Davis Hewitt are co-nominators Miyazaki for the writing in an animated feature production Annie. In the best animated feature category, House Moon Castle would go up against Chicken Little, Corpse Bride, which is very good, Madagascar, another for me for him that, and Wallace Gromit, A Curse of the Royal Rabbit. Meh. Yeah. It was sort of funny, though. And yeah. Next sentence, please. No other, I mean was nominated for awards at the 2005 Emmy Awards. The full list of the nominees can be seen on the internet. <laughs> an excellent research uh, winners <laughs> will be announced at the award ceremony and a carous celebration on Saturday February 14th 2006 at the Alex Theatre in Glendale, California the last time an anime won in Annie was in 2003 of course the 2002 awards so were when Spirited Away won in every category it was nominated in outstanding achievement in an animated theatrical feature directing in an animated feature production play out Miyazaki music in an animated feature production, who of course was taken by our favorite composer Joe Hisashi, and writing in an animated feature production by Hayao Miyazaki. As the 2003, Awards Millennium actress was nominated for the Best Animated Feature, and its staff had been nominated for three individual awards, so it's to take up anything Similarly, at the 2004 awards, Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence was nominated for the Best Animated Feature and its had been nominated for three individual awards, but sadly failed to pick up on any of those nominations. Yoko Kano was also nominated for the Award for Music in an Animated Television Production for her work on Rain that year. A smashing, smashing composer she is. The Animatrix, however, did win the award across an achievement in an animated home entertainment production, as of 2003, Awards. works. Of course, it should be noted the Animatrix could be considered not to be pure anime, as it was done and petitioned by an anime company to be made. In conclusion, we have this final last bit of news coming in at the last. Dv3, would you if you would? No, I can't. So I sha not But you could. Use your courage. If I would, I could, but I can't switch in. Very well. This thing I will. You. Get Bandai Visual USA to launch Honami's <laughs> label, Honami's Honanami. <laughs> label, in a partnership with DVD distributor Image Entertainment. The Bandai Visual announced today that their new American subsidiary, Bandai Visual USA, is launching a new DVD label called Honami's which will be releasing DVDs of Bandai's visual films to North America release market. The label's new logo will also be unveiled. Basically, I'm going to give you the clean version of the description. It's a yin-yang with three instead of two. Right. The dirty description would have involved the word spur. So, <laughs> the label, named for Gone Action Bandai visual groundbreaking heavy. You're right, TV3. There's a horrible stretch going on tonight. <laughs> the label, which was named for Gynax and Bandai Visual's groundbreaking 1987 animated film the Wings of Pominis, which we have reviewed on Anchor Radio, will be... I believe. Uh, we'll focus on providing... I know I've seen it. <laughs> but I need to finish seconds. We'll focus on providing both Saturday okay. edition releases Eh, it was okay. It's supposed to elicit a sense of wonder from the viewers, so you kind of got to be into the group of things, or it'll be very boring. So if you're there and you can get that sense of wonder drawn out from you by the film, you'll really like it. Otherwise, you'll find it very boring. Huh. Such as uh, when we watch Pompoco, for instance. If it doesn't grab you, you're going to be bored. Uh, okay. Uh, providing standard edition releases and feature packs, limited editions. At the press conference, it was mentioned that Image Entertainment distributed the Criterion Collection LaserDisc, which, of course, people will remember the size of records. hominies uh, will use the Criterion Collection templates as a guide for the quality of their releases. Do we have to keep reading all this? Hey, there's only three more paragraphs. That's like nothing, all except right. a lot. As of press time, only two titles have been officially announced. Although the possibility of more was hinted at several times, the first two titles mm. from Hanamese will be Pat Labor, the movie and Pat Labor 2 the movie. Actually, it's Pat Labor, but uh, that's good here. Both films will be released in the standard... Oh, I, I was leaving that time kind of for backside so I was like, oh my goodness. Well, you know, some of that Pat Labor is pretty good for Pat Labor. Uh, both films will be released in the standard disc only release and special edition that will include Burn with release. It's useless. You know, I think we're just going to zoom through the rest of this. I'll take this. Right. Now, for those of you who are familiar with Micro Machine Fab, this will seem familiar. Exclusive packaging. <laughs> Wait a minute. I need to sync this down so it's easier to read. Okay. There we are. This is going to be classic, people. This packaging illustrations by Yakusu Ishizucha, new master 5.1 channel sound, an English dub audio track, a making of documentary. Japanese trailers and TV commercials, a complete 300-page storybook drawn by Mishori Oishi with an English translation, a second book that includes past interviews, articles, artwork and drawing. Final release details will be available early next year. however of the Movie is scheduled for release on April 25, 2006, with the second film following in the summer. Image also enough that they'd be working in a number of ways with Bandai Visual USA, including the possible release of band Visual's live-action films and parades and co-production of live action in anime format. Wow. Thank you. Uh, so if you didn't get that, go read about it. Basically, boring stuff that Bandai is going to eventually do, perhaps eventually. So nothing really concrete until we've got some dishes in our hands. So it doesn't matter about it. Yeah, right? True. Right. Right. That's why you don't read press releases, people. And speaking of things that you shouldn't involve yourself in, it's time for the anime reviews. Does it suck? Does it rock? Who knows? Anime reviews. Okay, well... This episode, we're going to be reviewing the first volume of, um, oh, what's that crap called? (laughs) High Bonnie René, a beautiful, very Christian-inspired show. And we'll be reviewing the second volume of I Want to Be an Angel. I Want to Be an Angel. The first one had four episodes, episodes one through four for High Bonnie René, and the second one had, I believe, six episodes. Yeah. Uh, did it? Yeeks seven watch six. Wait. I mean, well, yeah. Two, 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 two. I'll have to check on that. Um, I updated the reviews on the site. Okay, so we got 110 reviews up there listed. Wow. I'm going to mention more about this later in the fan mail. When I list these, they will have the correct number of episodes. So, let's start with Python A. Grandma. Okay? Um, you watched more of a B, so you go ahead and take the lead on this. Exactly. So I want DB three to go and make Schneider remarks, terribly, terribly tear this show down, and then I'll go and I'll give the full review. DB three, in brief, what did you think of what you saw? Well, You watched the part, the first part of the second episode. About what I saw. Him, it looked like a show girls would like, very slow, very calm, very mellow, very... Not me. And I didn't like it much. I, I mean... Or might use the term lobotomized. Yeah, it, 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 I can see why some people would like it. Some people could relate to it, but I just couldn't... Maybe I wasn't in the mood. Maybe I'll never be in that sort of Perhaps mood. Perhaps the same to the different uh, demographics than we. I think that was probably it. But I, I watched it. I could have sat through the rest of it. Chose not to. Chose not to. <laughs> there's other oh, stuff out there for me. Yeah, Um no is a charming little show telling about a young girl reborn as an angel, a Ibane. and the adventures that her and her friends have on a day-to-day basis as they become acclimated to their new world as angels within, as Haibane. They are not aware of whether or not they are angels or in fact are in some sort of other place. Most of the rest have been there for a while. Um, Our main girl, Rocco, she is the newest angel. And if you want an indicator of the pacing and style of this show, the last several seconds are an indicator of exactly what it's like. So, <laughs> if you don't like something going on at that third break, you're not going to care much for Hybron A. Redmate. First volume had four episodes. And I tried diligently, I did. I watched through the first episode nearly fell asleep. I started to watch through the second episode, but my spider sense detected, DB3, was just as bored as I was, and so we stopped the viewing. Yeah. That's not to say, as he mentioned, that this is a bad show, but it is a slow show, and it's definitely a more shoujo sort of, it has very nice music, it has very nice artwork, but it is, you know, I don't know how to put it. I don't know, the artwork wasn't doing it for me either, the music, I really did like the music. The music is nice That's about the only thing That I really could say I enjoyed about it The artwork Done by the guy That did Serial Experiment Lane's artwork um, Who, you know If you know his style You know what that's like And it's it's nice But, you know You can't just have Nice artwork And nice music right. You need A little more meat If you will To carry this So, what are you Going to give this one DB3? Um, Because I didn't see A lot of it uh-huh. I'm only going to say What I think and I'm only going to give it a neutral. And I'm going to second that neutrality. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say not recommended, because this has high production qualities, and I just think it's just not right. Yeah. Our next review is of I'm Going to Be an Angel, Volume 2. I'm Going to Be an Angel, Volume 2, features a very spunky character named Noelle, who has fallen in love with, of course, Yusuke, who they accidentally e- ended up being engaged to her, which wouldn't have been much of a problem, except they're both in middle school. And, uh, she's a monster. And, uh, He's a human. Yes. And, of course, this brings conflict, because there's a wacko monster who wants to for his very own personal collection of angels. And everybody thinks she's an angel, because she has little angel wings, but she's actually a monster. Um, and... and, and a halo, halo, too. Yes, and a halo. Uh, and she wants to be an angel for you, sake. But that's besides the point. This volume was crap <laughs> compared to the uh, previous volume, Volume 1, which introduced the characters, had some character development, and more or less, it was a lot of fun. Problem is, is that the second volume went... Hmm... Let's make the invisible girl visible. <laughs> let's um, have a lot of fights instead of character development and comedic moments between them, and just basically have some absurd crap. Which, not to say the first one didn't have absurd crap, But this one was just kind of like, it threw any charm out the window, I guess you could say, Um, plus there was some gratuitous fan service, uh, which always is a disappointment for me when something brings itself down to that level. You know, from when I was watching it, it looked like it could have been a good show, but this is another show that I just couldn't get into, like... It wasn't really appealing to me Well, it was kind it, of a weird show it, it felt like a show more for younger kids Kids, like, who are maybe just getting to anime Just just starting out Like, I like the colors right. I really did like the colors of this, of this, everything But it just, I don't know Well, that's, weird, that's what makes it so weird is On one hand, it's very cutesy, very bubbly, jiggly wiggly and all that crap
1: on another hand,
0: though, it's very fanservice-y, you know, so it's like, is this going after young kids, or is this going after perverted teenage boys, you know, and when I say teenage boys, I mean like yeah. from 15 to 13-ish range, you know, um, and so it's like, it's a show that doesn't know exactly what it wants to do, and so it's kind of all over the place often, especially with that damn frog episode, <laughs> that was, that was I thought, I was like, okay, this, this robot fighting episode, this is pretty dumb. But the next episode is going to make up for it. And then we watched the next episode, and mm-hmm. it was crap. Yeah. Everyone was getting turned into frogs, and everyone decided, you know it would be a lot of fun? We repeated the same thing five times over and over. That would be really charming for everyone. Yeah. So the basically they're all like, I'm a frog. I'm a frog. I'm a frog. I can't believe I'm a frog. i am a frog i i am a frog i am still a frog. Yeah, so... What you give this one bb 3 Neutral. And I'm going to also... Give this one a... I'm not going to give this one a neutral. You're not going to give this one I'm going to give this one and not recommend it. Because I was so severely disappointed. And Sink Point made me wait years before they came out with the second bullet. So they're not going to get a neutral. They're going to get a not recommended. Wow. So that's two neutrals from me today, and a neutral from NG17. Oh, neutral and a not recommended from NG17. That's right. God, let's hope the fan mail section's better. (laughs) So did you get an anime DVD in the mail? Better yet, fan mail. Okay, so fan mail time, or as I like to say, Fan mail, fan mail, fan mail. That's whenever I think, that's, I always think of that when I hear the fan mail. Because it's just so whenever we have gotten yeah. some mail. Today, we have mail from Shadow. Not the Hedgehog, not the mysterious cloaked figure in Space Channel 5 Part 2, and most definitely not that guy from that one show named Shadow. Which one? There's so many I'm not going to tell you. He writes. So I don't know if you remember me or not, but I used to be a listener to this show, and then you stopped at episode 50. And we did. Well, I left you my bookmarks on the other day I was going through them, and after a little looking around and searching, I found out you guys started again. We did. I was like, What That's cool. I'm excited. And you can't hide it. And you're on episode 81. That is even cooler. Way cooler. The site looks great. I don't know if I like the purple background... I mean, in today's world, purple has some bad connotations. Whatever floats your boat. We like purple <laughs> very much. Like I said, I haven't heard any of the episodes since 50 come out. And when I looked at the review page to see what I missed, there was nothing. Tragic. What's the deal? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, with <that's laughs> all the other improvements you made, I'm sure it would be too hard or take too much time to add in the reviews. But you was wrong. <laughs> but then, if you have a lot of them Then I can, under, then I can see Why you might prolong it Yeah But rather not, Just add to the amount you have to do Yeah <laughs> Well, take care And good listening to you all. See you all again Your friend, Shadow Okay So, Shadow If, uh Pardon me My dark friend Now, we don't like people Going and being prejudiced around here On the <laughs> radio, my dark friend so, let me explain why I have a purple background. It's very simple. Explanation one: purple is your favorite color. Benji, we're well, <laughs> <yes. laughs> I know it kind of seems we were all telling you before in the past, and you figured us out. The staff at Aisha Radio are extremely flamboyantly gay, and we don't like to deny this. We are the happiest, most carefree, laid-back, no-worries people you'll ever meet. That's right. I'm talking game, the (laughs) tradition. And we like the color purple. There's lots of colors out there. But basically, there's only eight primary colors. I chose the color purple because, one, TV3, there are bucketfuls, and you'll agree with me on this, bucketfuls of websites that use blue and white as their primary color scheme. Is this true? That's true. So I wanted a nice, cool, relaxing color. I didn't want to use blue. Everyone uses blue. I didn't want to use green because Antichromaticu uses green and also because um, green just didn't really work well. So I chose purple. And I chose this mid-toned purple because it's easier on your eyes when you're reading against a low contrast background, makes it easier for you to see the words on the text, which is high contrast, comparison to the background, which kind of fades out of your visual range. So, yes, I actually did put a lot of planning into the background. I wanted a cool color, and I wanted something that would be easy on the eyes for prolonged sight visitations. Ah. So, yes, a lot of explanation. So, moving along. I hope you listened to all the episodes between episode 50 and now. I know we spent a lot of time putting all those together. One might even say approximately one or two years. (laughs) And lastly, but not leastly, (laughs) the review site has been updated. I've been meaning to get to that for a while, and your letter gave me that extra push which sent me plummeting to my death at the bottom of a workload of a (laughs) cliff. That's right. It took me not one, not two, not three three and a half hours to put together all of our reviews. It was a pain in the butt. And I'm still not even done. I have to go and verify about four or five different episodes and then I need to optimize the database and that's all before going and updating the video game review, manga, and soundtrack database. So I just hope you're happy, Shadow. You realize what sort of damnation that you have bestowed upon me, but you're up. It's my own personal hell, which I designed by my own hand by not actively updating things. But it's an full of words. You've got to <laughs> understand. <laughs> but, yes, it has finally been updated. We have 110 listed anime reviews. If you want to find out our picks, go check that out. Kind of use it as a guideline, you know. After all, we're going to have to do our holiday list again this year, DB3. Oh, yeah. So we might just have to resort to that. So, uh, thanks for running it. And we're glad to have you back as a listener. Next up, we got a fan mail from Warp Shadow entitled... Some suggestions for anime reviews. DB3, please. Hey, NZ and DB3. How are you guys doing? I uh, have some recommendations for you guys on your shows you might like. In episode Excellent. Se- Excellent. In episode, in episode, 74, you yes. said you like sports <laughs> shows with girls. 10 9 and Battle Athlete to Victory are shows that I think those are kind of mixed and are pretty good as well. Ah, well, thanks for mentioning those, Warp I'm going to have to interrupt DB3 here again. First of all, battle optics victory is (laughs) asked. I watched that show, and good gracious, unless you're the sort of person that likes watching light-brained cutie girl shows, you're going to dive for them. I watched one volume of that on VHS, and I believe we might even have reviewed it on the show. I'm going to have to check that awesome database update I did to be sure. Um, But uh, I won't be watching any more of that. And secondly... Princess Nine, I have been intending to watch for a while. Hopefully, that won't make me want to go and jump out my second story window. Oh, no. Where was yes. that? Yes. You're the second paragraph. Another guitarist of Bonnie and me. It would work well with the interviews of Miss Savage. Uh, that's a very good point you raised, Wolfshadow, and I think that we're going to have to go and do a review of High Bonnet Ramé on one of these episodes where we're playing an interview with Terry Savage. I can only hope that it's not as horrifically boring as Battle Athletes Victory Watch. Finally, I would like to hear a review of Gravitation from you guys. I'm not expecting you to like it, but I want your opinion. Ah. Well, I'm glad you asked for our opinions of gravitation. BB Three, do you recall back when we had the audience, as in our live in studio audience, which consists of one person listening in to us as we record the show? Yes, I do. And do you remember how during those episodes and that time she talked so glowingly about gravitation? She did, didn't she? And do you remember how we asked her to describe the show to us, and how she approached describing it to us with apprehension? Those cute guys? Yes. The Rock Singer guy. Oh, yeah. You know, from that group who uh, ended up falling in love with that one guy and kind of was like, I can't fall in love with the dude on the Rock Singer. You remember all that? That's about what I remember. Yeah. So in conclusion, Shadow, <laughs> gravitation review, short form, I know what it's about. It's got pretty bars and pretty colors and lights and sounds and rock and roll. In essence, it's everything J-POP is all about. <laughs> And I hate J-POP. So we won't be reviewing that anytime soon. But thank you for writing in and it's good to have you listening in to the show. As it is good to have all of our listeners listening in to our show. Um, but on a positive note, we positive will try stuff. and get Princess 9 in. We will try to go and get Princess 9 in. And if we're lucky, DB3 and I will both get to third phase with Princess 9. Um, <laughs> anything else you'd like to add to this fan mail section? DB3? I want to go all the way around here. Just trust me, you don't want to go and get a grand slam. That's okay. all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the hot spot. Come right up and spin the wheel. There's a hot uh, spot. So, DB3, I hear that you finished reading Van Von Hunter, volume numero dos. Yes, I didn't. Yes, you were. I didn't finish reading it. You didn't finish reading it, but you clearly returned it to me, which is surely a sign that you must have concluded reading the volume. Uh, I returned volume two to you? Perhaps in some sort of future context you did. But since apparently you're not aware of whether you did or not, how about reading something more recent, and maybe you could review volume one of Van Von Hunter, the manga? which technically is not a manga done by an American person, but we're still going to count it because I really like Van Vaughn Hunter and, you know, Tokyo Pop, you know, they're kind of wishy-wash on their definition of manga. you got Americans, Japanese, Koreans, they got all these people doing yeah. it. It's just crazy. You can always tell a manga when it's not Japanese. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, they make it the art styling town to a certain extent yeah. but they generally don't get them all. Yeah. And even if they do get them all they miss most of the cultural traffic. It's true like I saw it in Dragon Hunter mm-hmm. I saw it in Van Van Hunter it happens. It happens. Perhaps just the titles that are Hunter. Oh maybe that's it. The Dragon mm-hmm. Hunter that was an American one huh? No it was Korean. I think. Oh okay. Okay. Um okay. so your choice DB3 do you want to review Van Von Hunter, Volume 1, now, or should we play it after the second half of our interview with Terry Savage? Um, let's do it now. Now? Yeah. Go on. H- have you read it yet? I have not. Oh, dang I just didn't want to subtract from its magnificence. That's fine. I'm used to disappointment. It's what my life is all about. Alright, Van Von Hunter is a series about a superhero that. Oh. Is Superhero? Yeah, he's a hero to the country. Well, yeah, but he's not, you know, just endowed with superpowers. Maybe super stupidity or something? Well, let's just say hero. Alright. Okay, he's... he's this... Azam... Bond hunter hero from the past. Many ages ago, as the old man says at the shard. And then the kid takes him three years ago. Basically, the story goes three years previous. Zan Von Hunter A mysterious hero saved the country from an evil prince of... Conqueror of evil stuff Yeah Trying to take over the country And he and his sidekicks beat him, basically It doesn't tell you much in the first manga Be sure to check out www.zanvonhunter.com For more details on the past history of this story But it's, at the start it's, it says Evil is coming back They need a new hero Well... Our hero. And then Van Von Hunter finds her sidekick who has forgotten her memory and no one knows her name. And it's a joke throughout the whole volume about her name and her forgetting stuff and remembering stuff. Basically Which of course goes back to the webcomic. Uh, because in the web comics she had been traveling along with Van Von Hunter for quite some time but they had never done proper introductions. And then she got hit over the head got amnesia and nobody could tell her who she was. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. And so then in the manga once again she gets uh, amnesia thus resulting in further confusion. It actually says she has many layers of amnesia mm-hmm. so she has stories through them all. Kind of like the Big Mac of amnesia. Yeah. Basically. Special sauce is amnesia. But in this first one, they have to go after the eye of... You know, pickles, onions... That one course, eye. Please don't forget us. Double patties. Extra cheese. Yeah.
1: Basically <laughs> not.
0: All <laughs> The good guys and the bad guys can't remember the name of the eye. Layered
1: with they, anonymous
0: <laughs> secret sauce. And they just keep making up names for it. Anonymous, of course. A synonym <coughs> for amnesia. Are you finished? Maybe. Alright, well if you we keep thinking of something, more just throw it in. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And, they have here for this town, and just by dumb luck, he keeps passing things to get closer to the eye, and he finally passes all the tests, and they don't have it, the town that's supposed to have it. Yeah, they're like, oh, it was stolen. You can get it, though, because you passed all the tests. The side order of describing too much detail. Yeah. But, he gets the... he gets in, fights the bad guys. Oh, an extra large chocolate, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part, there's a really funny part... about the side of onion ring. ...that adds sort of a inuyasha ish feel at the end. But I can't tell you too much about it, because it, it, the explorer ends. Does so oh. it involve a dried up magical well? No, but it does involve shards and them looking for shards. Hmm. Shardling is her name, actually. It's shardling. Yeah? How many pieces did you get with her? <laughs> Let me just say, I got so many pieces of shardline. it's going to be like 300 episodes before I collect them all. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, leaning acid in-joke for you people out there. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> a lot of shards they got to collect. Yeah, the hero. The, the, Jewel. <laughs> the hero and his enemy were pretty funny So yeah. they acted against each other, with each other, the jokes and such You can tell about uh, Sully have magic evil little girl in this one? Uh, What magic evil little girl? She's magic, uh, she's a little girl, very powerful, evil, uh, incredibly powerful magic spells Maybe that was the girl at the very end, there was a girl magic mm. person, yeah Maybe it's maybe it's a grown-up version of it. Maybe Maybe three years later. That could be it, or a possibly teenager version. Possibly, possibly. possibly. What about the art? Um, it was manga style, but like I said, you could tell that it wasn't a jet by a Japanese hand. Um, it was good. I I could relate to it. But, I don't know. You'd recommend to the artist then perhaps to get a severed Japanese hand. Yeah. Good luck charm. Help better with the drawings. Basically. And what about the music? How was the music in this volume? The music? I oh, don't know. The music just quite wasn't there for me. It just wasn't there. I, I, I couldn't... Well, I okay. What about the voice acting? Was the English dub better than the Japanese? Or what was I had... I, how do you say I went with the... Uh, the English? I went with the the English but I also have the subtitles on mm-hmm. I don't know I, I had to get that feeling you know mm-hmm. okay well uh, what about replayability would you watch this one again mm, I think before I go before I go back and read this again I would want to go read the cards. read aw oh, man I thought we were doing an anime review I am so sorry DV3 I just feel so embarrassed now did I just go I was uh, I was going along with it man we are just such suckers. It's like premeditation, but it was all impromptu. Yeah. No, seriously, it was all impromptu. But I thought we did get good
1: So, okay,
0: uh, go but, ahead. And so honestly, before huh? honestly, huh? before I go read more volumes, I'd go back to read the comics so I could get that backstory. Because I sort of felt like I was left out. I see like he pulled it off nicely, saying, "Yeah, this is all what happened," and such and such and such. But you know, I, I started reading a little bit of this before I let you borrow it. Just, um, and, and I read a little preview of this online on Tokyo Pop's website, and those first bunch of pages, so boring, where the is telling the backstory, story, just utterly boring. I'd skip them if I was somebody coming to this volume. So, you know, that's my at Yeah. Um, overall, though, I'd give this a recommended. I mean, there are things missing, like... Right? Did it, did it seem to use Slayer-esque? Because to me it seemed heavily inspired yeah, by it, the Slayer. It, they also had a lot of jokes so that they just kept overplaying, and it sort of got annoying, right? I, I can't think of any right now at the top of my head, but I kept seeing that thing like, alright, that's fine. You don't show the that you even forgot yeah. what it was, because they grounded in so much you kind of just start ignoring it. Yeah, basically. Okay, so recommended then, huh? Got recommend it recommended from BB3. Well, you know, uh, here on the show, of course, we always like to get multiple perspectives, multiple different uh, takes, if you will, on um, the same thing to give a better, more rounded approach on things. So let's see what, um, what Terry Savage has to say. Um, you do a lot of um, how to put this goodwill sort of work around the world, helping out unfortunate people. And uh, we got well into that last time. Our time's a little shorter than right. But would you like to talk about that a bit? Maybe tell people how they might be able to contribute to your efforts
1: and things like that? Um, if, um, I kind of go on um, mission trips, I guess. And I've been going since I was 17. Because um, I kind of originally was planning on being a doctor and spending my whole life over some helping several children. But uh, acting, I loved too much and it got the better of me. Be. So, um, so I still go and help and... Um, um, It's with various different groups that I go each time. Um, If anyone were to be, I do have to raise the funds to go each time, which is the difficult part. Um, So um, oftentimes I can't. Yeah. But if anybody were to be interested, um, you could email me at kerryasavage at yahoo.com or... um, I actually have a PO box set up for that. It's PO box four seven eight six thousand Oaks, California nine one three five nine. But um, otherwise, if you wanted just more information about what it is that I do specifically on the trips, or if you are interested in doing something like that yourself, I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to do that. You 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 can go with many different organizations that that help in many different ways. Um, you could email me, like I said, at carriea.savage dot com, and I'll point you in the right direction. Um, it's something that everybody can do. I, I did it when I was seventeen, and I so anybody can do it. And,
0: uh you've done a lot of good work helping people get uh, good drinking water and, yeah. and a bit of education Food. about it.
1: Seems like. Um, Getting food, medicine, um, laying sewage systems in 20 towns where the children actually play and sleep in the sewage and have many diseases because of it. Bringing doctors with us, um, Sometimes emotional stuff like speaking to women about abuse. Um, uh, prostitutes, drug addicts uh, in this country. I'm um, speaking about AIDS um, and um, so many different things uh, that we do.
0: Well, you're certainly doing a lot of good work, and if um, Mel Gibson can help the world uh, and he's an actor, I'm sure you can make a good difference, too.
1: I hope. And by the way, I just want to, if I could say to everybody, I know everybody so wants to help with Hurricane Katrina, and I just wanted to throw a suggestion out there. Um, You could always um, contact Habitat for Humanity. And I don't believe you'd have to raise as much money. You would just get yourself. I believe what you would do is end up just paying for yourself to get down to New Orleans when the water recedes and it's safe and all that. And um, you could help them build some homes. So. All right. Well,
0: before we go, um, just real quick, would you like to go and do uh, a little bit of poo for us? And oh, yes. And radio? <laughs> um, Pat,
1: what did I? Are you telling me? Uh,
0: feel it. Was, uh, me and Sensei love to listen to A radio.
1: Me and Sensei love to listen to H.O.A. radio.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us again. Uh, we appreciate uh, our makeup interview <laughs> session with Savage, and we wish you the best of luck in both your acting career and also helping out others.
1: Thank you very much. All right. Well,
0: of course, we would like to go and extend our thanks to Carrie Savage. Why didn't she say anything about Dan Hunter. You know, um, first, like I said, thanks to Terry Savage for agreeing to uh, be with us on the show, take some time out of her very busy schedule. Uh, But really... She does not stay on pop. <laughs> I wanted to know her opinion of Ben Von Hunter Volume Two, and she just started talking about all this stuff about her and her work and things she's involved with. And it's just kind of like, come on, Carrie, uh, let's be a little less self-centered. I mean, I have never met such a self-centered person in all my life. Just blah blah blah. Wait, sorry, <laughs> I got mixed up, but I, I was talking about myself yeah. for a little while. Um, <laughs> Carrie Savage, uh, very giving, very caring, and um, one of the most charitable people I know. Also, very wide range of characters she's done, yeah. all the way from pink puppies to crazy girls to angels to basically um, clothes ripping stripping fighters. So very wonderful woman glad to have had a chance to talk to her at Time <laughs> 2005 but we must wrap up this show of Show Radio for next show we have a very interesting interview with a very interesting lady by the very interesting name well the name's kind of interesting Monica Real so be sure to look forward to the first half of our interview with Monica Real and good news for listeners to get a much longer interview session with her, which, of course, will be explained in the interview session with her why our interview session with Carrie Savage was so very suncated, for sure. So, for episode 82 of HL Radio, this is NG17. And 3 Saying, hey, bring back my underwear. See you next time, everyone.